Hi, this is James Jokum, host of Webcomics Reviews and Interviews. Today we're with King Taylor of Jarhead. So sit back, relax, let the Geek Fest begin. Hey, this is Dan Taylor, the king of the actual owner of Jarhead. And the story of Jarhead begins with a mercenary that is driven and driven by the, by the killing of his parents. He wants justice for the killing, killing of his parents. His story is amazing and, uh, and, and it's explosive. And you will be amazed once you once you listen to the story and really really get into it. And actually, actually, you really will be really explode like crazy, like oh my god, like wow, I want more. And it will keep keep you coming. Um, that's that's the way we come in. That's the way we want. That's where I where I want you to feel, baby. You coming? Cool. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the main character. Well, Jarhead is a human mixed with an angel. He is basically built like a he's a brute character. And not you don't really see brute characters leading the pack in a company, to be in the face of a company. You don't see that in DC, you don't see that in Marvel. They all have slim, lanky characters that is Leading the leading the, the pack, you know what I'm saying? Right. And Jarhead is like his story. He it's a supernatural, supernatural real world, real story type of thing. And you really, 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 really would like to get into it because I'm telling you, once you get into it, it's like picking up the Bible. You can't put it down. It's a lies and you're gonna it's gonna hit home to a lot of people for a lot of people and this book is a up and coming phenomenon that you really really will get in get, get into okay uh, what, what was the basic genesis of the story where did the story come from well it came from a supernatural divine type of ordeal um i was just laying down in bed and one day uh just was having a thought of, you know, what I wanted to do with my life. And a lot of things that I, I've, I've dealt with, you know, and God just told me to just use use your life life, and put your life in a book and put things that about you in the book. And, and like a lot of things that I know about myself, a lot of things that I am is tied into my book that you're reading about me, really. Cool. So you have the same uh, same level of uh, military experience in there. Or? My actual dad and my uncles were military men, Marines. My dad was a mortar man, and I forget what my uncle was, but I know they was uh they were veterans in the military. Cool. So you could have a little bit of met- uh, veteran background in there. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess the obvious is, how does this compare to Spawn? Because you have the same basic situation when it comes down to it. That is a government worker in military versus uh, CIA. And basically, they're, well, they have a supernatural background. Well, actually, this story goes deep, 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 deep within stuff that nobody is is being told. That's what's what's going on into the real world. And 
the book of Jarhead explains a lot of this stuff. And a lot of the stuff that Jarhead is going to be explaining is jaw-dropping and explosive stuff that that is hidden amongst the amongst society, you know. And Spawn, you get some of the same things, but that story is really, 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 in a way, make-believe. This story that, that you're listening to, what pulls him away from Spawn is Jarhead... It's totally different to Spawn. He is one of those guys where you have to keep an eye on, you know, and he'll catch you when you least expect it. You know what I'm saying? And if people, I want people to really get into this character. Why? It's because a lot of people, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the story. A lot of people have went into business with greedy, greedy folks. I know they have. I know they have. Greedy folks. Like, have you ever been been in a partnership with somebody that was greedy that that wanted everything for themselves, that always did underhanded stuff? Right. Yeah. yeah definitely. So, yeah. So, the story of Jarhead, that is that is how his dad and his uncle became. It was partners at first. It was actual lawyers, and they was yeah they was partners, and they became so famous that. One of them became very, 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 very jealous of one. And actually, like, one was so evil that he allowed the enemy, you know, Satan, to 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 come into him, come into him and take him over. And he allowed him to because he had he allowed that that door to be open and he welcomed him in there. So when he did that. That is when the enemy took him over, and that's how he became who he is. So we're gonna see a lot of the conflict between Jarhead and his uncle go on then. Yeah, basically, yeah. And what Jarhead did not know is that his uncle actually killed his parents. You know what I'm saying? Because his dad did not want to give up his his side, his side of the of the his. His half of the of the company, his half of of his fame and glory and all that stuff, he didn't want to give that up. So that's why the guy killed him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. The villain wanted all all to himself, and in that essence, is why. Go ahead, go ahead. In essence, we got a little bit of Hamlet going on, where the basically the uncle. Hamlet version would have been a stepfather, but basically the uncle is trying to take up, take over everything that the son has been set up for. Exactly, exactly. And you know it's crazy because, as as you see, as you will see in book two, which is coming out after book one, um, we're actually not finished on the production of book one because of a lot of situations occurring, but I'm giving you inside edition access to book one you know and what i what i will do is i'm going to bless five people five people to read the book firsthand before we put it out and open cool and that will allow people to really get into it and that will allow allow people to really understand 
what's going on, you know. So look out for the book. And actual also, we will be I will be printing I would be buy getting more getting some uh gold covers to maybe sell to the people. You know, and uh I might just do a giveaway. You never know. You never know. Right. I've I want when I'm when I'm selling this product, I want the people that's going to buy it to feel like they're a part of it. You know what I'm saying? I want them to feel a part of it. I want them to feel loved and a part of something big because they are a part of it. You know? Right. All right. So let me take one step back and then we'll go back, go forward a step. Um, so put a pin on that for just a moment. Yes, sir. Um. So basically, the major difference between this and Spawn is basically that Spawn is going to delve more, delves more into the supernatural, whereas yours is, I mean, and is more gray area, whereas yours is going to be more black and white, and you're going to have more of a reality base to it. Exactly. It it, it dips into, it, it dives into the supernatural, but deeper. It goes deeper, like deeper than what many would want in the supernatural. See, it's like, Okay, um, Spawn deals with just going into like hell and all that stuff, and you know, and it, it like I actually I actually read the whole Spawn series, and I love it. I fell in love with Spawn, and he's actually one of my favorite characters. I actually wanted him to be, um, I actually want to do a collaboration with Todd McFarlane one day. With him, with him and Jarhead, and um, actually, <laughs> when I was younger, I actually did like a uh, a, a pitch. To, <laughs> to, I wanted to do a pitch to Marvel, and to get uh, Spawn to be the face of a character and the face of a Marvel and stuff like that. But I was too young to understand that. But yeah, yeah. Not necessarily. I mean, Spawn, uh, Marvel does have a huge number of great supernatural characters. Ghost Rider, for example, has been a mainstay since the 1970s. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I actually I actually watched Ghost Rider, and I never thought, like, I always thought that Ghost Rider was, like, a, a villain. I never understood it, but, like, it had me thinking, like, what the hell? How, how, the, how can this be a hero? You know what I'm saying? So, but when I watched the movie and I, I listened, I looked at the the book and the comics, and I'm like, wow, you know, a lot to the Ghost Rider series than I thought. And did you know, like all the movies, they don't do them no more. The Ghost Rider movies with Nicolas Cage and everything. Yeah, they pretty much bombed out on the last big time on the last movie, so. And unfortunately, Blackheart was the big, ba the biggest baddie they had available. So that's crazy. Like that's why I said sometimes Marvel get complacent. They're complacent with 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 their face characters, bro. Very complacent. However, they did bring them back in the uh, for the MCU via uh, Agents of Shield. Okay. Okay. It really hey. was a different twist on the character. It was a Danny Ketch version versus the Johnny Blaze, but still. Okay, okay. Just, 
just pointing out that the Johnny Cage movies were entirely different than the MCU movies. Oh. I Because, see, I never really watched the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I never watched them before. So I, that's, like, came to my mind to reflect, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, wow. Man. I never knew that. Yeah. So basically what I'm saying is he could have been... In fact, uh, um, Ghost Rider actually was arguably one of the top five, maybe top ten faces of Marvel there for a little while. Damn. I really... You know, I've really, um, I've really been slacking. I have really been, <laughs> I've really been paying attention to uh, Wolverine and Spawn and Venom and, you know, Spider-Man. And I, for some reason, Thor, I, it, he just, Thor and Captain America just don't fit the Avengers. Like, my type of, my own, like, my version of of the Avengers would be, like some kick-ass characters like Wolverine and Deadpool and Spider-Man and shit like something like Blade. Come on, man! Like, come on. Interestingly enough, all of these people have been part of the Avengers at one point, and in fact, I think they did actually have. Uh, I almost did have uh, one of the Secret Avengers was actually almost one of those lineups. Actually, did have Wolverine and. Uh, I want to see. I know him and Deadpool were on for a little while together, but just like only temporary. Deadpool, Deadpool sort of gets around. Yeah, he actually was a part of uh, X Force and all that good stuff, man. I actually see. I actually paid attention to. I watched all the uh, Wolverine movies, all the Deadpool movies, all the Spider Man movies, the Venom movie didn't really show who Venom really Venom Venom really was. It showed him in a good light, but I don't get it. Like Venom was a bad guy, an anti-hero. He wasn't good, he wasn't bad, he was just Venom. <laughs> yeah, Venom has sort of changed over the years, but it all depends on he he's truly a symbiote. It really depends on who he's tied up with. Yeah, and the actual the original the original Venom the one I remember, like in the, like the late nineties, was when when he appeared in the the Amazing Spider-Man. That Venom is what I remember. I remember that Venom as the the ass kicking. He always kicked Spider-Man's ass. Always beat the shit out of him. Yeah, that's because there's a little bit of irony there. Exactly. Uh, you know. You know, Spider-Man I, being the original Venom. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't know. <laughs> I, I just, I see a lot of characters. I see, man, like what in the heck, Jarhead? Like, I honestly, in my heart, you know, Jarhead would kick Spider Man's ass. He may, he, I mean, Spider Man may get a little couple of couple of web slinging all that shit. But man, once Jarhead gets his hands on him and beat the hell out of him, it'll be all right. I know. Right. Spider Man could be a little tougher than most people like expect. Yeah, real, yeah, because he's quicker. He's smaller. He also really, lifts. It, he also lifts about fifty tons. See now, 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 now. Okay, now name one person that can lift fifty tons. You name one scrawny small person lift, lifting fifty tons. You tell me. 
He does have all the proportionate sp- speed and strength of a spider. Of course. But they over-exaggerated. You know they over-exaggerated. Spider-Man it does not... A spider cannot lift a 50, 50 tons. He can't even lift his own goddamn weight. Actually, they can lift over 100 times their own weight. But can they, can they, yeah, all right, all right, all right. All right. Square, you cube law, man. Square cube law, man. Square cube I see, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, all right, all right, you got me on that. 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 <laughs> you got me on that. <laughs> I would, I would, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. All right, you know your stuff. You know your stuff, see? I know my stuff, too, but, you know. I'm so dialed up in the in the Wolverine and Spider-Man type of thing. I'm like, okay, yeah, but okay, you're a Spider-Man. You're a Spider-Man fan. You're a fanatic, bro. What do look? You gonna know more than me, man? You gonna know more than me? Well, I sure got than... you. So, yeah, of course. I know a guy. His name is Tim Gohan, and he's a Spider-Man fan. So I fight with him daily all the damn time about Spider-Man. So you and him would be be buddies, honestly. <laughs> like y'all would go crazy. I'm like, dude, if you really look at if you really look at Venom and Spider-Man, they're actually the same person if you really look at it. Basically. I think I prefer Dark Reflection, but yeah. I mean it's just they have basically the same power set, it's just the the variables are switched up a little bit. Exactly, yeah. I okay, um I, I remember okay, for example, it's like Dakin. Dakin uh Dakin and Wolverine Sun, X, right? Yeah, X yeah, X twenty three two. They're all they all have they all have abilities like uh, Wolverine does. Okay? Like Dakin is more Dakin is more different than, than Wolverine. Dakin He's more he's more eviler than Wolverine is. Dakin is basically yeah. what would happen if Wolverine didn't have all the uh shall we say modifying influences that Wolverine's had. Right, right, right. Like Dakin actually is one of the characters that I like I would be like, wow, he actually killed Wolverine at one time. Yep, and that was one heck of a death, one heck of a way to go. Yeah, by your son. That's crazy. You know, but I always thought that Wolverine could not die. That's that's one thing I was like, what the hell? You know, but uh which was crazy, man, like um the time I saw, like in the the last Wolverine, that movie, the Wolverine movie before the uh, uh, the the well, the Wolverine movie that recently came out. You're talking about the one where he's in Japan, or the where he actually died. Where he actually died. Okay, that'd be Logan. Yeah, they should have put Dakin in the first two movies. The, not the first two, but the last two movies. The one where he was in Japan, the one in the one he, when he was with Logan, Old Man Logan. It should have put him to put Dakin in both of them because Dakin should have been the one that killed uh, Wolverine. That would have been better than him. I mean, it's weird, man. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. Like, I see if I'm going to do a movie and I'm gonna keep it real with you, like. 
Like I will go, I will, I will, I will break the rules with, with my movies. When I'm doing move, when I want to, I want to do an actual. I'm going to do an actual movie of Jarhead, and I'm going to, I'm going to break the rules with that. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to give my audience something that 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 they haven't seen before. Right. Like some off the wall type of stuff that 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 you would see that you want see. It's like this: Marvel and DC is not get not getting giving their fans what they want. Okay, if you really look at it, okay, they gave them Black Panther and all that stuff. But okay, doing Wolverine, you should have gave him the actual Wolverine, the real Wolverine. Wolverine is not tall at all. Wolverine is a midget, right? Yeah, He's that, a bulky midget, you know. And that has been a major complaint. <laughs> Exactly, and they they didn't even give him his suit. They didn't even give him in the suit that he wore that he wears. I mean, I saw it in the trailer when he opened up a a, a case and it was like this uh, uh, the mask and the and the uniform in there, but he didn't put it on. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Also, it's like uh, Spider Man. Like they water it down. They water. Like those movies down, man. Like, how in the hell? How, I'm gonna tell you the truth, and I, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Black Panther. I'm gonna tell you the reason why it was so great is because and I'm gonna tell you the honest to God truth. I'm gonna keep it G style and re- keep it real, man. The only reason it was great, like it was, like it. The reason why it was so great is because black people bought it. Black people really got into it. I'm, the reason why I said that is because they feel they like they got a chance to see themselves, you know, their roots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the fact is, is that, like, I was actually happy when I saw the uh, Black Panther movie, but the, the the way they did it, it just wasn't very different you know what i'm saying well they sure had to i mean up until now most black heroes have been on the way dark side i mean exactly you got blade you've got pretty much anybody mario van people has played you know you've got all these gangsters all these supernatural types that have been either been really great or been borderline more anti-hero than actual hero and then all of a sudden you have Black Panther. And T'Challa is just an entirely different hero than you've seen in a lot of black movies. Yeah, no, I understand. So. You know, to be honest, like, I say it like this, man. Um, the new Blade that's coming out. They're going, and, and this is crazy. This is stupid. How the hell they got Blade, they got they got Wesley Snipes playing a villain in the actual Blade movie. That's retarded, man. And they actually got a new guy playing Blade. Bro, I'm going to tell you tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. People are going to get used to Wesley Snipes being his Blade, and they're going to be like, this new guy, this new guy is trash, dude. Like, ain't nobody else's Blade but Wesley Snipes. Nobody else is Blade but Wesley Snipes. Can't nobody play Wolverine but Hugh Jackman. Or can't nobody play Iron Man but 
dude that played him. Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't nobody play those characters but those people that played them. Now, my dad, okay, um, DC, <sighs> DC, DC. Mm-mm-mm. They're trying. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, shit. DC, uh, no, 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 they're not trying. Because if they was, how the freak on earth is this dude going to play Aquaman, man? The one I I remember was a white dude with blonde hair dipping in the water. I'm going to put the, the plus minus of diversity casting. So True. I understand you want to, I understand that you want to, you want to get, get into, I understand that you want to cater to diversity and want to make people think that you're not against, not, you're not for the racial stuff, racial slurs and all that bullshit. But if you really look at it, bro, I'm, I'm going to tell you the honest got truth, right? When they did the Black Panther, like, it just reminded blacks, black people of a lot of things that, that they don't want to be remembered about. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, it's like this, like, Blade, like, Blade, all the Blade characters, all the Blade characters, not one black character is, is in the face of any of Marvel or DC. Not one. And if, and if he is, He's always in the back or on the side, or, you know. But I'm not saying that they're racist or anything. I'm just saying, if you really want to cater to the black, the black um, race, put a put a black character as a as a face of a company, then you'll really see your, your sales uh, go up. I'm telling you. But yeah, they actually tried that with the Milestone comics. Unfortunately, that pretty much died way far quicker than it should have but not all of these stories are relatable to people you know what i'm saying if you're really going to do a story you got to do something that relates to the people that you're aiming at related to the people right you know what i'm saying like people is not going to go for a character because he's jumping off a building he got super powers man get it like if you're going to do a story get into their hearts their souls Get them get get to their hearts, you know what I'm saying? Put it like put a story out that relates to them, you know. Go to where they're at. But Marvel and DC and D- DC, they're not going to do that. It's like this, okay? Blade, they got away with that one. Black Panther, they got away with that one. But let, but okay. How about this? How about have a I guarantee you, nobody black did bleed, did they? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. A lot of the uh, comic book writers are traditionally white male. Exactly, and that's and that's what a lot of black folks get tired of. You know what I'm saying? It's like this, mermaid. Okay, at once she was white, now she's black. What the fuck does it matter? You know what I'm saying? All you know is you love the mermaid. You know your kids, your daughters want to be a mermaid. Let them be what they want to be. You know, stop trying to put a color or a race or just to cater to people. But, but, okay, you know, 
if I'm doing blades, bruh, like I'm going all out. I'm 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 I'm, I'm hitting on all cylinders because Blade has captured a lot of a lot of black people is not did not read Blade. It was some they they didn't keep catch on to Blade and Spawn like they did Black Panther. Why? Is because Black Panther showed their roots, right? But but there's 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 a stereotype in there. But that let black people know that they're that they're not a they're not nothing other than Africa and above their roots. That that's a stereotype stereotype right there. If you really look at it, you know what I'm saying. If you really look at it and put your mind where that is at, like. And me as a black man, I'm more than just Africa. I'm more than just the hood. I'm more than just where I'm from. I'm more than that. I'm a I'm a conqueror. You know what I'm saying? More than that. Right. You know, I'm a king. You know what I'm saying? I could do just as much as a white man can do. Even better. Or they could it's just like that, you know what I'm saying? But it's we wanna we wanna show everybody that they're equal, not not one is lower than the other, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's equal. Everybody is, is should should be should feel equal in love, not just oh we're just going to put down a black man. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah. I honestly, I I just see it that I just see that. You know what I'm saying? But on the other hand, you got Marvel and DC. Their toys and their comics. Well, their comics have not sold that much now. Not selling that much. Why? And I and another thing. Hold up. Sorry for that. Sorry for jumping from one end to the other. And the crazy thing about it is, if you have a black character, and I swear to God, bro, every every black character I see that's a that's in a comic, this motherfucker talking proper. Like, oh my God, kick his ass! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think Luke Cage would have some issues with that. <laughs> no, no, I sound I sounded weird on that one. Sorry about that. But no, I like sound hoodish, like character that's hood that is relatable to the people. Like, like talking like me, like nigga, what's up? Like, like something like that spits that Pro- spits that word. Playing, playing devil's advocate for a sec, you got to keep in mind there's a double catch-22 there. The first catch-22 is that people are trying to get... I remember how I was basically pointing out they're trying to get blacks basically out of the ghetto, which is probably a weird, weird way of looking at it, but they're trying to get people uh, looking more of a mainstream... I'm not sure how to put this one down right. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally botching this. I fully acknowledge that. Um yeah. It's understandable. Basic problem is they're trying to get away from whenever you see action movies, even back to the 1980s when they started hitting black cinema, actually became a major thing. It wasn't just something that was sort of cool. It was there actually became a major thing with like New Jack City, Dead Presidents, so on and so forth. The big problem you had was that pretty much all the black movies were either historical or they were. It, in the ghetto. I mean, we're not just talking urban environments. We're talking... Stereo- that's what I'm saying. Stereotypical. And keep, Every- and keep, in, mind, and keep in mind, the big problem is, is that you had a lot of the 
the entire crew were pretty much were black, from the writer to the director to you know lead, so on and so forth. It's part of the hyphenate problem. But right. you know, people are gets get so stuck on write what you know, and all of a sudden you had a lot of people from basically the ghetto. Um, you know, they were that's basically what they knew, and they were so raised on, or when they were so taught to write what you know, that's pretty much where they stuck it, you know? Which is a weird way of looking at it, but... It's just, yeah. There's got to be some... So, the other Catch-22 is that a lot of that, the slang and all that, is sort of in a weird tradition, because, again, you don't have a whole lot of black writers in the first place. It's just, when you start seeing the black writers, they tend to basically go off and do their own thing, like you're doing with uh, Jarhead. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of other uh, black creatives that are basically going and doing their own thing. So rather than right. going, rather than become, trying to become part of the big company. So you don't have that influence like you should. Right, exactly. And that's why you're allowing... Now I'm going to tell you the truth, and I'm going to keep it real with you, man. I know you're white. Just I know you're white. Just bear with me here. Bear with me here. Just bear with me. I'm not calling anybody racist or anything. Just saying. It's like this. You got a white man, a white person, trying to write a black story. Think about it. How can a white person act like a black person? You see it every day. But you got to understand, black folks, if if a person is going to write a black story, they got to write about a black... If a person is going to... Okay. If you're going to write... A black guy about a black guy wouldn't a black guy tell the story the right way rather than allowing another person that is not his race that is not nowhere near his race that has never really done really been through what he's been through or lived where lived where he lived you know what i'm saying now i'm not saying that all white white folks or any other race never been through that i'm saying some the people that's that's writing these stories, bro. Ninety percent of those goddamn people have not even touched a ghetto or a hood. They, I would say, ninety percent of those people have never touched a ghetto or a hood. You see how the way they talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's be real. Let's be real. Like, like Blade and 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 uh Blade. Like, let it would have been written by a. Let it would have been written by a black guy. You would have seen different results. The, the Blade series should have made more money than than anything. You know what I'm saying? And if you really look at it, the Black Panther movie was created by a black, by a black white person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. If it was created by a black guy, for one, no airtime like it like like it did like it did with the uh, white person. Trust me, it wouldn't have got no airtime. Well, keep in mind, Blade was produced by BET. So it got plenty of tired time at the time on uh, black entertainment television, but didn't really go past that. Right, right. And that's why, and you know, this. I might add, this interview is fun. I'm loving this shit. You know, you allow me to speak my mind, you allow me to speak me. And I, I love it. I just hope I'm not coming off too offensive. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. You know, look, 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 look. Speak your mind. Be honest. You know what I'm saying? I'm being honest as well. Hey, if people don't like it, they can 
I love y'all. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I no nah, no. Nah. I love them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to offend them. But you know, the truth is the truth. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to speak the truth whether people like it or not. But you're not being offensive or anything. Actually, let me back up on that. On sorry, uh, on Blade, it was originally put out for what was we now called the Paramount Network, which was then called Spike. However, uh, where I've seen it the most recently is through uh, BET. So I hate being wrong on things. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Look, man. Look, just be yourself. Have fun. Just like you told me, have fun. Be yourself. Just do what you do and have fun. But like I said, man, like Blade, Blade and Black Panther. Okay, Black Panther. And I'm gonna tell you the truth. You never seen too many black folks wearing a dashiki. But when that goddamn movie came out, everybody wanted to wear a dashiki. But before that shit came out, brother, nobody wore a dashiki like that. Time out. Which nobody was saying. I, I, I give I give it to to the to my other black folks, you know what I'm saying? The people that really, 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 really read the story of Black Panther. I really love those folks. But the people that haven't read it, that haven't really saw Black Panther, they just going off on what they see other people doing. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, if you haven't read like there's a lot of black folks that have not read a comic book in their life. They want to say Wakanda forever. Get the f- out of here, man. Real shit. Like, let's be real. Open up your eyes, brother. Like, come on, man. Come on. I love my black folk, but sometimes it's just they just irritate the f- out of me sometimes. And just like white folk, they can irritate the f- out of me sometimes. Just like all folk can irritate the f- freak out of me sometimes. But be real with you. Like, got to be honest, man. And I'm, I'm being honest in this interview. At least I can I can be myself and be honest with the folks. You know what I'm saying? I want them to understand, look, I came I came from the same place they came from, but I, I, I like comics just like they do, some of them. Not all of them, but, you know. But I want to, you know, we're having fun, ain't we? Yes, we are. Exactly. And as long as people... As long as people can can enjoy the conversation that we're having, like I hate, and it, it is it, honestly, in these interviews, like a lot of people. When I did these interviews, a lot of them didn't really give me the time to really be myself. You hear what I'm saying? Right. And I I couldn't really talk. But I had to make do with what I had. So I said, what can you do? What can you say? You know? What can you say? You're just being you and I'm being me. And that's that's all that matters. I love these interviews because if people decide and judge me off of what I'm talking and saying what I'm saying, then they don't know me. At least get to know me first before you even judge by what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. People may look at this interview and say, oh, you f***ed up. I may lose a couple people. But look, you know what I was saying was most of it Most of it was true. And if I did say something wrong that was out of line, I'm not apologizing for it. But I'm going to say I understand. I don't think you have anything to apologize for. So, Yeah, like it was 
we're just speaking from 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 what we know, you know. Um, like real shit. Like the way this interview is, the way this interview is set up. Like if we, if you really want to get yourself out there, you gotta put yourself out there on the line. You gotta speak the truth and be real with people. Right. Have you ever got into an interview where? Where like if they just took your whole identity away from you, you just couldn't be yourself. You they just put all the the rules on you and just change you up and was like, be this way. You can't curse in the interview, so you gotta be this. I'm like, man, look. I'm a Scorpio. I don't, <laughs> people don't put me in corners. Exactly. I'm a Capricorn. We quiet, but once you fuck with us, don't fuck with us. We good. Yeah, you know what I'm so, all right. So what's your so when you get Jarhead up and going, what's your distribution strategy? Are you gonna go the standard crowdfunding source, or are you just gonna, or basically what you're doing? Well, I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna try to get picked up by. Uh, well, I'm working on a distribution deal with, say. I'm working on some things with maybe I'm going to be working on some things with the military and stuff like that. I want to, but I'm going to see what happens with that. But, um, if I have to go to the diamond way, then we will, we will, we, we, we will cross that bridge when we, when it happens. But other than that, you know what I mean? I'm going to just sell them from hand and, and, and shoot it from the hip and on digitally too. Okay, cool. Uh, so basically we're looking at sort of like a comicsology type deal? Yeah, yes, yes sir, yes sir. Okay. Uh, I'll be straight up. You might have a little problem with Diamond because they have that 5,000 limit. So basically you're going to have to set up some people actually buying interested in the comic before you even approach Diamond. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, once Jarhead hits the, hits the market, like, it may not take off at that moment. But trust me, when people get Jarhead in their mind and when people start to hit, start to hear about Jarhead and get a little taste of it, they're already clamoring for, for the look, at, look at the artwork. They're already clamoring for it. They're like, oh, my God, look at it. Look at it. Oh, my, I want some of that. Man, look, I tell you what, once it come out, it's going to hit. It's going to hit home. And it's going to be great. You know what I'm saying? And to be real with you, like, like. People haven't seen a character like this. They they gonna look at him and be like, oh well, this is another spawn with wing got wings, you know, shooting guns. But he's way more than that, baby. Way entirely more than that. Jarhead is is a character that is built upon. Jarhead is built on a uh, on the foundation of God. You know what I'm saying? God is a, is his foundation. And I got actually got this this idea from. God basically I'm not the type of preachy person you know I like to encourage folks I like to motivate folks because if you don't motivate them and try to help them then like you're just preaching to a brick wall you know what I'm saying people not going don't want to be preached to so to be honest with you like I'm gonna put I'm, I'm putting God in my in my comics because you don't really see God in comics really you really don't People, people are they care so much about their image, but I don't look. I don't care about that because at the end of the day, it's like this: God is going to be in my in my comics whether they like it or not. And the thing about it is, is that what I'm gonna do is 
I'm not going to preach it. I'm not preaching to them. I'm not going to try to preach to them. I'm just going to, I'm just going to make sure that they love it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and vibe with them, you know, and love them, show them love and show them happiness, man. Look, look, I'm one of them. All of my readers, I'm one of them. You know what I'm saying? If I was looking at me, I would buy my shit too. I would, for example, if they have a book coming out, I will support them too. I don't, I don't care. Like, you have a book. You have a book coming out. I will support you too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just so I feel good, you, you've heard about the whole Bible Man fiasco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, Batman is a heart as a as a conservative Christian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't go that way, you'll. It sounds like you'll be fine. Honestly, like Jarhead. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. See, Jarhead is is a Christian, but see, this is the thing, you know. Jarhead is way more than just being a Christian. He, he's 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 the type of Christian that he's not perfect, man. He's not perfect at all. He's one of those guys where he'll shoot something up, but at least he'll go ask for forgiveness for one time. But him and God has a relationship where. They're like they're like family. They're like God to let them know, look, you fucked up. But it'd be like, look, God, look, I had to do what I had to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be like, but God'd be like, look, look, son, you know what I mean? Look, I'm God. You know what I mean? But the thing about it is, what people don't understand, and it, it really don't understand, is like when it, and people ask me this question, why? Oh, why you have so much guns? A lot of Christians ask me, why you have so much guns? Why you have them shooting people up? God is not not like that, you know what I'm saying? But what people don't realize is is that it don't in the Bible is it don't don't it, don't don't it say that God is a God of war? Yeah, at least you, to a it, certain degree. Isn't God? Isn't the Book of David one of the most glorious stories you have ever heard? Yeah. Think about it. A lot of battling, a lot of killing and everything. Yeah. Biblical. You know what I'm saying? It's in the Bible. But the thing, a lot of sex is in the Bible. A lot of drama is in the Bible. A lot of killing is in the Bible. But what the thing about it is that a lot of people try to make it out to be some, oh, you got to be soft. No, man. I hate that. Like they had tried to put God in a box, make him like, he can't, he, he can only reach a certain limit, certain limit. No, God can reach anything, man. You know what I'm saying? God can reach anybody. And I hate people like that. I can't stand them. Yeah, they tend to ignore a lot of what goes on in the Bible due to convenience. Exactly, man. Like, it's like this. Like, Jarhead, he's one of those cats where, like, he hates pharmaceutical people. You know what I'm saying? What I mean by pharmaceutical people is Pharisees, people right. who are holier than thou, who think that they know it, know it all, and think that they're better than anybody. They're not, you know what I'm saying? Jarhead sure as hell is not. He's one of those characters that. No. He's one of those characters that never that never gets a chance, you know what I'm saying? But Jarhead, once you get into him, you'll be like, wow. You know what I'm saying? And I took it took me I say twelve years to write this story. 
and four years to put it together. So when can we expect to see Jarhead on the shelf, so to speak? Well, we run into a couple of situations. So I'm going to say before this year is up. Cool. Before this year is up, it should be, it's going to be out. Before this year is up, I promise you that. Because I made a pact with, I made a promise to my people, to my uh, fans that that they want to get Jarhead and they, and they, they want Jarhead, they're going to get him. And, uh, look, man, be ready to be blown away, man. Because we're coming in the, in, the, in the way of a storm. And that's where we're going to leave off, right there. Uh, nice having you aboard. Well, I guess I'll let you go. All right, well, have a good one, man. Talk to you later. You too. You too. <laughs> Bye.